This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live show on Twitch. Hello, Twitchers. Sorry, we're a little late. The internet decided to drop at 10.58, at and we usually start at 11 a.m. So uh, better late than never. Yeah. Right? Sure. That's what your girlfriend says when... Uh, not going to go there, but I think you guys can fill in the blank. It's better than the alternate. You don't get a birthday card? Well, it depends, yeah. I guess, on what I don't think that's what they would say life. at all. Yeah. You know, sometimes that's not better. But uh, anyway, guys, thank you for joining us. Thank you for hanging in there if you're on Twitch. Sorry we were late, but uh, the internet decided to flip us the bird mm-hmm. right there at the last minute. And if you're not watching live, you can always watch us on YouTube, 9 a.m. Pacific Center Time on Fridays, or catch us on iTunes. However you join the show, thank you. We mean that from the bottom of our hearts. Indeed. How come it has to be from the bottom of your heart? Can it be from the the top top of your heart? Why not? From the middle of my heart. From the whole of my heart. The bottom is the deepest part. Where the blood goes into my heart. That would be the side. There you go. That's And the top. I don't from know. the side of our hearts. I, you know, I don't Which way does it go in? Does it go in the top or the side? I think you don't know if it comes in the left or the right side, but probably both. Ooh, double entry. I don't know. I double don't the know. blood. There's multiple the openings in your heart. I think that's the right, that's the yeah. scientific term. There's lots of holes in your heart Ooh. for the blood to pump. Yeah, from all the women that left you. you know? Why would that make my blood pump? No, that would put holes in your heart. Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, I'm sensitive about that topic, so let's not delve too far into it. <laughs> well, with us, as always, of course, is Francis and the Salty Banana. Hello. And I'm Reese, of course. Thank you for joining us. The show is brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount every day, plus all kinds of other stuff that's cool. Check us out. So we have a big show today. Uh, lots to talk about, so let's dive right in. First of all, ooh, Malign Portents. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, that's my favorite Something's thing. Something's happening. You know? mm. Well, when I have a portent, I don't like it to be malign, but that's what we're stuck with. The end of the Age of Hope, uh, Sigmar and his friends are not stoked. Mm-hmm. So now it's what, the Age of Death? I don't know I think yet. So. It, sound, it looks like it. It's got to be. The least, right? They're focusing on, on deathly things. Isn't that what malign portents are? No. Basically the death. I think, I think they are in Age of Sigmar. They're just sure evil. They're like it just means death. like bad signs. Right. Like, it, but a lot of what they're showing seems to indicate death, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. So we'll see. But the, the clues they've given us, there's three videos you should check out on Warhammer, Warhammer TV at their YouTube uh, channel. But so far, they've given us the field, mm-hmm. the Ooh. ship, the icon, the falling star, the village, the asylum, and the valley. I have no idea what those mean. No. Well, you should. But uh, maybe a falling star falls onto the asylum that's in the village that's in the valley. And then a ship leaves... To go the to the field. field. Leaves the field. <laughs> okay. I don't know yet, but the, the videos are pretty cool, actually. They show off. It's like a, a meditating dude. He's, like, checking things out. Ooh. He can, like, actually project is what I'm getting from that. Mm. And uh, basically, the, the forces of Sigma are preparing uh, for what looks like some sort of uprising in uh, the land of uh, in Nagash, Nagash's realm. Pretty cool. They've showed off the fourth hero, the, the order hero. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a wonderful mustache. He's got double Ooh, check hammers. Check it out. Isn't that a good one? Don't you like that? <laughs> he's got the two hammers. He's Well, they, he's they had the, the Orlock sculpts. So yeah. they're like, you know what? We'll just put this on a Stormcaster <laughs> head copy paste. body. And I saw a lot of people saying that they might use this for like Inquisitors and stuff in 40K. Yeah, It's totally. a pretty cool looking model. Totally. You know, he looks great. Yeah. Uh, and he's an engineer. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah. he built a uh, observatory and he can sort of figure out what's going on. It just so happens that the observatory looks exactly like one of their terrain pieces. Weird. Mm. Do you think he built it? Can with we use that in the game? hammers, double hammers. He looks like he did. Dude, just imagine if a construction worker could use two hammers. He would go twice as fast. Yeah, you could fire somebody and just have that one guy do yeah. the hammering. That's amazing. All day long. He'd be a Sigma builder. Sigma builder. I like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It's more, it's, it's cool that they're, they're now fo- like saying, okay, these are humans in, in the armor. Well, like, he you has know, a like, personality yeah, and stuff. He has, yeah. he has no helmet he has on. You can, you know, he doesn't have arm, you know, armor on. I so liked it better when they didn't. When they were robots, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. And, 
this is the fourth of the, the, the four heroes that they're releasing with right. this. I thought so, it was the one that came out last week. The, the other the guy, the, the Lord Celestin that came out. They had like a, a Lord Celestin release out of yeah. nowhere for like... So I thought that was just it. Well, he's he's in the story, right? And so the other ones are all part of the story. If you scroll up a little bit, buddy. So the the um, the first one that they showed off at Nova, actually, mm -hmm. when they previewed it, is the Night Haunt champion. So don't really know how he plays in or it, whatever. I don't know. Don't assume it's gender. I guess uh, it's right. a ghost. Mm -hmm. uh, don't know how it plays into the story just yet. But the uh, the goblin, who I think is one of the coolest miniatures I've seen in a long time. He's a night goblin shaman. Mm -hmm. Puts the old night goblin shaman to shame. Yeah. Yes. He looks so cool. Um, he's a part of it. Like they, they're, they're bringing in all the different super factions. And uh, the, 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 um, the Dark Oath War Chiefess. Yeah. Ooh. There's a video with her where this guy tries to challenge her and she whoops that, that booty. Uh, she shanks him. Mm. Pretty good. But then she rallies all of the, the barbarian tribes and they're going to go into the realm of death. Because she's like got a, a, a sense that they need to go kick some butt or that they're going to get in trouble later. Mm -hmm. So pretty cool. They're bringing them all in together. And it, it looks like it's going to be everyone versus um, death. Gosh. I think that's cool. Gosh. Are they going to ally with chaos? It looks like all the they're different great. factions. Well, because she's chaos, right? right. Mm -hmm. It looks like they're all kind of going on their own in to fight death. And they'll right. probably fight each other. And all, right. you know. It's going to be probably a campaign, I'm I, assuming. It, yeah, it's starting fire. to look that way. Yeah. Starting to look that way. Um, so pretty cool. I, I have to say, though, that the, the, the Dark Oath mm -hmm. tribes, I absolutely love the look of them. Hopefully they yeah, do more. They, they don't just say, okay, now use your, your Marauders from 6th edition. Well, the old Marauders look <laughs> yeah. like, they look like, like S&M, like bondage guys, you know, like the... the well, and the sculpt is not very good. It's that. like, it's part, it's, it's almost like when they were still, I think the sculpt came out when they still had to do the, like the monopose. Like, yeah, well, because they had to rank up. Yeah, they can't, they don't, yeah, they they can't really... Yeah, move their arms. But like they all, it's like they have like eyeliner and they have like leather straps and yeah. like under. They have like Reese, tight that's, underwear. That's just the way that you. The sculpts are definitely they don't actually come like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ball gags. No, but uh, it, it's like I, this looks more like a barbarian like warrior, which I think is way cooler. Like yeah. the, like the uh, blood reavers. Yeah, she's she's like so disproportionate though in comparison to the marauders. She's bigger. Well, the, yeah. the heroes are always bigger. She's like bigger. Like have you seen longer, the model compared like, to other models? Do they have the ship yet? No, it just looks bigger. She's just a slightly larger. But the yeah. thing is, the heroes are always like that, so you can identify them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the Blood Reavers and, like, the Dark Oath uh, warrior from the uh, Silver Tower set, mm -hmm. who she's the one, that's who she kills in the video. He's like, oh, I'm in charge. And she's like, psych. He's like, oh, yeah. I immediately regret this decision. She killed him? What a jerk. Yeah, well, he, he challenges her. He's, he's, like, jerk. he's yeah. like, I'm in charge now. And she's like, no, you're not. Did they, did they, did him, they just though. use the models yeah, and then did. voice act on top of the models? No, it was a, it's animated. Oh, okay. That would have been even better. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that would have been good. Yeah. Or it's like that old puppet show. Yeah. yeah. Some guys to get his bathtub. That would be like, super good. He's like, and now, and now yeah. you kiss. Yeah. <laughs> You're real pretty, Dark Oath lady. <laughs> You're real pretty. Uh, Give me a so. kiss on the mouth. <laughs> That's, you do that too? Yeah. yeah. Right on the mouth. Yeah. Ladies like kisses on the mouth. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I'm told. That's what I've been told yeah. too. I aspire one day to find out in real life if that's the way it goes. Uh, keep hoping, keep hoping, buddy. You know, gotten some practice. My my aunts always kiss me. Ugh. Where are we going with <laughs> Where this? Where are we going with this? Let's move on. Uh, so well, another news. So anyway, uh, jokes aside, that mm. looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see how it develops, and I can't wait to see more models in that range because having a barbarian horde that looks like that, I'm in. Like. Yeah. 100%. Those look so good. Uh, we really like to see more of that. And the new Sigmarine looks pretty cool. Yeah. It's cool. Like He looks like the um, the, the priest that was uh, released for the Silver Tower. The aesthetic kind of. He does kind yeah. of. Yeah. That's, I, yeah. When I first saw him, I thought he was a priest. And they're like, no, it's a Stormcast Eternal. Well, he's an engineer. He's like a battle engineer. Yeah. But so, he's still a Stormcast. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't really like the Stormcast Eternal look. That doesn't mean anything. That's just my opinion. I just like, I'm not compelled to play that faction. The coolest I, I saw was at Adepticon. I saw a guy who put Space Wolf helmetless heads on all those Sigmarine bodies, and it looked awesome. Yeah. It, it made it look so much cooler. I just don't care for the helmets mm. that they have, but uh, that, that's just me. And I think the hammers are too big, too. I like the helmets. They look like the uh, masks from 300, the Immortals. Yeah, and those guys were bad guys, and they got their butts kicked. It's true. But they were scary. They were scary. They were scary. 
monsters. I bet uh, old uh, Xerxes regretted that decision. Yeah. They'll send in our best guys first, and they get killed. He's like, ooh, that wasn't good for morale. <laughs> no, they didn't send them in first. Yeah, they did. They sent it, remember, they sent in all the, like, the chaff first. And they, oh, they no, were they getting killed for, like, what was going they were getting killed, yeah. like, for, like, days, and they're like, finally, all right, send in the immortals. And then they just also got wrecked, which right. is crazy. I guess in real yeah. life, they wore silk armor, which that's not actually armor. It doesn't help. And then they had uh, reed shields. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. How are you an immortal? Case. You must believe you're an immortal if you go into combat with like a so that'd be hot and uncomfortable. In case they're fighting people with like sticks and stuff. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like that people used to fight with sticks. They just slap yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. Back, <laughs> back. That, that shield would help for sure. <laughs> and then you see like the Spartans people have, like, like throw rocks, bronze and stuff. Yeah. plate. Like yeah. they have like full armor and giant shields. You're like, ooh, yeah. I don't feel so immortal anymore. <laughs> it's challenging. Oh, and in other news. I uh, can't wait to see how that Age of Sigmar storyline develops. But um, when, Do we know when it's supposed to drop? Or The counter is at 16 days and 8 hours. So okay. we'll find out more. So soon. Yeah, probably towards the end of the month, okay. right before uh, LVO, actually. Perfect. It looks like we'll find out. Uh, and in other news, GW has been showing off more information about the Demons of Chaos Codex that is inbound. Yeah. That's a lot of people excited. Yeah, really exciting. Now, again, I just want to make this crystal clear. We are using this codex at the LVO, so if you play Chaos, you think you might play against Chaos, which is highly likely. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that you understand the changes. Uh, there's a lot of, we can't obviously unveil everything yet, but soon. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of really positive changes. There was things that needed to get toned down, which are, and there's things that are getting buffed a lot. So if you're a demon player, prepare yourself for some change. It's Zinch's uh, rule of thumb here, but it's going to be better for the game. It's going to be better for everybody. And don't focus on maybe necessarily the things that got nerfed that needed to. Look at all the awesome stuff that you are getting because mm -hmm. you got a big boost, in my opinion. Yep. You got a significant boost. So, Frankie, you were boning up on corn. Boning up. Boning on up on corn. Marking that tally. You know? There you go. So, why don't you talk to us a little bit about what to expect for corn from what GW has uh, unveiled so far? Yeah, so corn uh, get the Locus of Rage. Um, so, as long as you have a unit within six inches of a. Uh, character, you get reroll charge. That's pretty good. Not bad. That's yeah. not bad. That's that's not bad at all. You know what they say? Extremely good it's for pretty good. And they all know? they all deep strike, right? Demons. Um, maybe. No. Possible. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Nobody knows. Jason do, do, literally doesn't. I yeah. don't know. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. We can't. Well, because they did. They did in last edition. They used to, yeah. Yeah. and maybe there's something in the book that lets them do maybe something a strategy. Like that. Maybe. Maybe you should stop guessing. <laughs> I'm assuming it's every, every codex that comes out has a stratagem so something uh, can go do a teleportation. That's generally. possible, yeah. right? Anything yeah. is possible. Yeah. Like Kevin Garnett. I literally am guessing because yeah, everything's kept from me. And then uh, Oblivious to Pain is a warlord trait for a corn uh, warlord. Uh, is basically, that, it's a six-up feel, no pain. Nice. warlord trait? Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it's a six-up feel, no pain. If you make it, you get to reroll uh, failed hit and wound rolls. Till the end of your next turn. Nice. That's pretty good. Not bad. Not um, bad. It's pretty good. Um, they also have Armor of Scorn. Uh, so you get a 4 plus Invo save, and you can attempt to deny the Witch. It's a relic. That's really good. good. And I it like can that. only be taken on monsters uh, yeah. for what it's worth. So right. Bloodthirster or... Uh, Bloodthirster. Yeah. Is there any other corn monsters? I don't think there is. Maybe there is. Maybe I there don't is. Know. Maybe there isn't. Maybe there is. Is there any existing in the range now? I don't think uh, there is. Uh, Scarbrand. He's not a monster. He's a bloodthirster. He's a character. Is he not a monster? Oh wait, Scarbrand. I, he is a bloodthirster. I thought Skulltaker. My bad. Yeah. But you can't give uh, relics to named characters. Maybe usually. you can in the demon book. Oh. Ooh, it's all a mystery. Okay, so and then you've got the Skull Reaver, uh, which can be taken basically on a uh, Bloodthirster because you replace yep. his Axe of Corn or Greater Axe of Corn. Um, and it gets plus three strength, minus four AP, D6 damage. Wow. You get to reroll failed wound rolls when attacking Titanic units. And each time you roll a six to wound, you do D3 mortal wounds in addition to normal damage. Oh, wait, oh, there's also Demon Princes. Yes. Yeah. Are so, they, yeah, they are monsters. They are Boom. monsters. We always forget it. They're monsters. Demon princes. Because I remember the like Axe of Corn. Monsters. I was like, wait a second. I'm like, oh wait, yeah. the Axe of Corn is on the Demon Prince. Yeah. Or I think the uh, is there one of, is one of the Bloodthirsters armed with yes. an Axe of Corn? He has yeah. an Axe of Corn, mm -hmm. and then he also has his other Whip. weapons. Yeah. Now the Skull Reaver. Now that's a weapon you can get excited about. 
That's pretty good. Plus right. three strength, minus four AP, D6 damage, and then he's doing mortal wounds on sixes. Yeah. That's <clears throat> pretty good. Yeah. That's an extremely powerful weapon. Definitely makes Bloodthirster scary. Uh, or Demon Princess, too. Or Demon Princess, yeah. yeah. A Demon Prince with the Axe of Corn because it's not minus one to hit. Yep. Dude, you're going to be putting some uh, hurting down on people with that bad boy, especially if you roll a couple sixes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Demon like Princess cannot be targeted. They are characters, right? Very nice. Correct. Right. Strategically right. at eight, eight wounds. Yeah, uh, pretty strong. Uh, I think so a lot of people. Whole army of demon princes. Whole oh, army. You could. Goat boy tried that at BAO. Didn't, Didn't work because you can only target so the closest well. one, right? Not anymore. Oh yeah, that changed with the new FAQ. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dang it. So. Uh, that was my new list. Mr. Banana. That's you me. Did Zinch. Talk to us about. Old Talk Zinch. about Zinch. Okay, so this is the stuff that's been. Uh, released on the Warhammer community site for Zinch, what we know so far. Um, their army-wide locus is the locus of trickery, uh, which mm -hmm. is in the combat, when you're in combat, um, you is that the one where you roll the d6? It's 2d6. You roll 2d6, 2D6 you take, you take the, the lowest, right? And then uh, you're, you ignore those, correct? Yeah, those, those... I could just read it. Count but yeah, you could read it. I'm trying to make it sound hit. like we're having a conversation. You were actually supposed to read it before we started the show. I did. Okay, good. Just forgot. I just, yeah. So, like, if you rolled a four and a five, the right. four, then your, any fours your opponent rolls to hit you in melee miss. Right. Yeah. It's, it's very good. It's before modifiers, though. Yeah. So, if they get plus one, then they would still hit on fours. Right. right. And we were wondering why in the combat phase, because traditionally, Zinch units yeah, it's want combat. Zinch. It just yeah. makes them more durable. Yeah. Like, it does. You know, your pink horrors they get and stuff the, like they that. Because they get run over in combat, right. typically speaking. So, this helps a right. lot. And then the locus again, if it's within six inches of our, right. our character. And then that would apply, I'm assuming, to like brimstones and stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just says Zinch Demon units. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of makes up for some of the nerfing that's happening with the invulnerable saves. Okay, on that hasn't been revealed yet, buddy. Are you sure? Yes. Oh. All right, you're not. You're done talking. <laughs> you are done. Well, you got you're a little bit of a sneak talking. preview. <laughs> so Jason doesn't know what he's talking about. That uh, could or could not happen. So it's it it's been rumored. I mean, it's all oh, out there. Oh yeah, really just stop. Right? Okay, just stop. So locus of conjuration uses stratagem at the start of your psychic phase. Like oh. the Zinch demon character from your army, until the end of the phase, you can reroll any failed psychic test made for friendly Zinch demons units within six inches of that model. So again, that's really strong, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're gonna. That's a, really gonna help too with things like the changes to smite. Yeah. Right. Because Zinch relies on that to do a lot of their damage. That's where a lot of their damage output comes from. So getting rerolls there is really useful. Uh, Flickering Flames. Uh, Flickering Flames is a warp charge of five if manifested. Uh, pick a friendly Zinch demon unit within 18 inches of the Psyker until your next Psyker phase add one to any wound rolls made for that unit's shooting weapons. So plus one strength on your primary damage output for uh, your troops. Well, it's, it's plus one <clears throat> to wound. That's even better. Yes. Yep. Way better. Way better. <laughs> so, again, that's a great power. Yes. Um, it helps a ton to be more reliable. And then lastly, they unveiled the Impossible Robe. It's a Zinch model only. The wearer of the Impossible Robe has a 4-plus and vulnerable save. In addition, once per game, you can reroll a single failed saving throw for the wearer. But if the reroll results in a 1, the wearer is immediately slain. So what is the That's great. You should take that on every What is an Impossible Robe? It's a relic. Yeah. Like, what... Like, is it impossible to get on? Is it impossible to wear? Well, is formerly it... it was Joseph's Technicolor dream coat. And you have that to paint it. That would be way better. Yeah. I would like that. That was a good, good play. Yeah. I like that. That'd be nice. It was a musical, I guess. But... So would you have to model this onto like a, <laughs> a robe? Demon? You have to put a robe yeah. on. <laughs> you have to put it on. But like, is it like a robe like the dude wears? Yeah, I want to see Wizzy. Something like that? Maybe it's a trench coat. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. There should be points like for anybody, anybody who actually models a robe onto <laughs> He's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he borrowed it from Slanesh. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's a four plus in Vol save. Um, and then it, it's going to give you a little bit better of a, a save, actually significantly better. Right. And um, once per game, you can reroll a failed, single failed save and throw it. That's you want it's like his last wound. You're right. Like, yeah, for might as well. Or, or your first one. Yeah. You roll that one. You're a baller. <laughs> Then you're like, this, this game is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's on like out. a Lord of Change yeah. or something. You're like, yeah, God, dang it. Dang it. I'm out. So, you know, I think I like the, the, the corn axe a little bit more than that one, but yeah. it does increase your defense. Hey, a four plus invo save is really good. So. Right. And then Zinch, typically speaking, is going to uh, have ways to additionally modify your invo saves. It can make you super durable. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see on that. 
Um, Horticulus Slime is coming over to 40K. Yeah, look at that good. guy. I believe look he is. Look at that guy. I yeah, he, I believe he's in 40K, not just AOS. But, uh, is he? He's a, a herald uh, riding a slug, but he's a slug with feet. That model's going to 40K? I like how he has a... I, I believe so. We'll see. We'll have to wait. I love that the yeah. slug is like trying to eat a nerdling. I know. He's, yeah. he's dangling a nerdling. And the nerdling's like happy about it. He's like, ah, ha, ha, can't get me. He's like, you'll just poop me out later. <laughs> So awesome. It's such a cool model. Yeah. I, I, I like it. A lot of people uh, kind of poo-poo on it, but I think it's fun. Yeah. I haven't seen it. You, you only see it with the GW, like, can be colors. Um, sometimes models I don't really like all that much because of the paint jobs on them. I think they look pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, you see somebody who paints it more of, like, a realistic fashion. You're like, oh, wow, it's pretty I yeah, like pretty the kind of silliness that they're bringing to Nurgle. Like, it doesn't bother me right. at all. Mm. Um, I don't like it. Yeah, it does, like, I don't dislike it. I think it's fun. You know, like. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little too goofy, but that's all right. Well, they're supposed to be I like. I mean, Nurgle is supposed, they're supposed to, be to always super be like. Happy. Yeah, it's supposed. Yeah. You know, it's always described as like laughing demons and you the know, kind of, of like. Nurgle, they're prancing about. And stuff. Yeah. I, I'm not opposed to it. Like, I do kind of prefer the old John Blanche, more like menacing. Yeah. Like in like unnerving kind of demons, like the original right. uh, plague bearers that looked really. Mm-hmm. creepy mm-hmm. but this I, i'm not like upset about like the, the angle they're taking the mortal the mortal nurgle units still look intimidating yeah and scary the demons are like f- fanciful or you know yeah they're more i don't know like imps or something mm-hmm. i don't i'm not opposed to it but you know everyone's got different tastes so yep. uh flg league updates so we're wrapping up the first flg league it's been super fun mm-hmm. we've learned a lot and uh we've got a ton of people crushing in their last games we've got like probably 10 games are going to be played this week uh which it's the way it goes <laughs> as the uh, deadline to get results in approaches people will get motivated it rises up on the priority scale it's just basic human um, uh, psychology mm-hmm. but uh here we've got the current standings if you scroll just a little bit so uh as it stands currently uh quite a few of us have gotten most of our games in there's still about i'd say one third of the games that haven't been played uh, that happens, people, right. you know, especially during the holidays. But probably not affecting the, the top standings. There's a, there's a couple of guys that could go undefeated, but they just haven't been able to get all their games in. Uh, mm-hmm. However, they have until Sunday to finish their games. Uh, as it stands right now, it's Paul is in first place. He's got 6,200 points. I'm in second place. I have 6,199 points. And uh, unless somebody can crush out like four games this week, and then scores better than me, mm-hmm. it's going to be uh, Imperium's, Imperial Suit versus Vealtan Eldar in the finals. So that should be really exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul's a really good player. He's been super excited. He's done very well. Yeah. And then in uh, third place, we have Alpha Legion Chaos. That would be James. He went 5-1. and one. And currently in fourth place is Frankie with his Sisters of Battle, went 4-2. and two. Uh, And then we have a Dark Eldar player who is in fifth, John. He's gone 3-2, uh, uh, and two, and he has one more game to play. Nice. Yeah, well, I think that's great that Dark Eldar have done so well. Yeah. And then uh, Anthony also with the Valhallen Astro Militarum Army is at 3-2, and two, and he has one more game to go to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's been a ton of fun. If you guys want to check out the stats, there's a blog post up on uh, FrontlineGaming.org talking about Frankie and I's last game. We had a really good game. Um, I managed to sneak it out on you in the last two turns. Yep. Um, really close. Celestine was about to win the game single-handedly, and then she met Steven Seagal, the Farseer. She lost the game single-handedly. Dang it. She, yeah. She gave up eight points. She beat up the Avatar three times. I just, the poor guy could not do any damage to her. He kept making all his saves. And then, uh, surprisingly, the thing that pretty much killed her was striking scorpions. Well, plus a power that right. reduced my armor save. I jinxed him. Yeah. And then <laughs> I was like, because I, I was like, oh, you know, striking scorpions, I love them, but they're kind of like the internet doesn't really care for them. But I lowered, Jinx is one of the most powerful uh, debuffs in the game. Yeah. Because I lowered him to a three-up save and a five-up invul save, which is really important. And then the basic guys killed the Gemini with Manda Blasters and Chainswords. And the Sarge just went ham and damn near killed Celestine in one round of combat. Yep. Like he did uh, five wounds to her. And if I would have just rolled better on my damage rolls, I would have killed her. But um, yeah, it was funny. Then she just couldn't kill the Farseer. Nope. Do me say. Do you feel like Celestine man, I used has the... been detrimental to you in your games? Um, I mean, In this she... format? She might be. I don't know. Like the her aura of plus one invo is really the key, and her automatic act of faith. Those yeah. are like huge. They're right. really powerful. Um, well, and the fact that you have to kill her twice. Right. Yeah. And, she, the, Gem- mean, and the Gemini keep yeah. coming back. You're like, oh. She'll usually she, she's kill, annoying, but she's given up a ton of points from yeah, what, she'll, what she'll, I see. She'll usually kill more points than what you pay for. Mm-hmm. The downside is she gives up like 
in our, when, in the, when she dies, and the IGC, yeah, if she dies twice, yeah. she's giving up at least like ten points. Yeah, uh, so that's not necessarily always true. Well, it is because you get headhunter and you get uh, marked for death or king kingslayer, or kingslayer mm -hmm. and then you get two kill points. Yeah, so she is giving up a minimum of ten points. Well, that, so I mean, like, that's assuming nice. that nothing else yeah. dies that turn, though, right? Like she'd have to be the only thing that died, right? Right. Like well, it's I mean, not, well, I guess a minimum. Well, you get a guaranteed points, point right? for killing. Yeah. Her. But it's not Something. easy to kill her. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that, like, and she's if she dies in two, if she dies twice in a game, right? She's giving up a minimum of ten points, which is pretty big in our missions. I mean, especially when the max is what forty. Forty-two. Two. The thing is, so. like, there's there's a number of models that are extremely powerful that are mm -hmm. like that. Like Guillemin is the same way. Yeah. Uh, Magnus or Mortarian can be that way. Mm -hmm. um, and then, like we we felt that like it was a good balancing act because those oh, yeah. models are so powerful. No, I think it's a great balancing act. I just, I, I don't know. Like, I think she's still definitely worth it because of how much, how disruptive she is, and how much of a force multiplier she is. Um, it's just, it's one of those things where it becomes a decision, right? Which is really good. It shouldn't just be an auto take. Now it's like, mm, do I want to take her and risk giving up those points, or do I take her and just pummel people? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends, you know. Um, yeah. I still think she's totally worth it if I played sisters or whatever i would mm -hmm. take her every single time yeah uh, maybe you'll play a little bit more conservatively with her in our format than the standard just bum rush straight forward yeah. which is the way most people play with her and tie up your opponent's lines and tanks just when you force yeah. them to deal with her mm -hmm. and then the second time you play her more like normally mm -hmm. <laughs> she's not just a scud missile going straight across the table right um so yeah it's it's will be it'll be interesting to see how it goes at lvo yeah um that's going to be i think a really good litmus test for you know what some of the more competitive players uh what they choose to bring or not bring mm -hmm. uh we'll see because i know that the common perception on the internet is that models like celestine guillemin magnus mortarian are overpowered but i know a lot of the the really kind of elite level players do not feel that way uh, except for celestine everyone agrees that she is incredibly good so yes. we'll see right you know we'll see how it goes but uh the league has been super fun um so far really good stat i think we're starting to as we build more and more games into our database, I think that this is becoming more and more telling. Out of 42 games logged in the league, the player going first, the player that took first turn, has won 18 times. The player going second has won 24 times. So like we've been saying from the word go, by design, um, going second gives you a, a tactical advantage, or strategic advantage, I should say, in our missions, and that was on purpose. Because the going first and you know book missions is like clearly the best um, in 40k right now in eighth edition. So if you're coming to the LVO and maybe you haven't played the missions, which you hopefully do, you'll have a better time if you do. Um, strongly consider going second. It's not always the right choice, but the numbers are bearing this out. You know, with a wide variety of players of different skill levels, different army types. Uh, going second seems to be the better choice. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, in most cases, if you have an army that can withstand a first uh, turn like kick, I would definitely go second. Like, yeah. it's hands down. Like, you have to evaluate what you're playing against and what they're going to do on turn one. But in most time, most cases, I try to go second. So. I always, if, I, if I'm confident that I'm not going to get alpha struck and, and get too hit too hard, in our missions, I always go second too. Yeah. Uh, unless you're playing like a game in gun line right. and like the terrain's not very good. Depends on your opponent, like well, how they set like up. If they set up and not like yeah. stop your deep strike yeah. opponents and stuff, you, I, I, I find with my list, you know, with the Grey Knights uh, element, like I, I sometimes want to go first because I can just hit somebody yep. so hard yeah. if they don't deploy correctly. But if they are smart and they, they do stop me from going anywhere in the deployment zone, I usually would then say, no, I'll, I'll sit back and wait yeah uh, to see what you're gonna do um it depends on who you're playing like if you're playing like right. a cultist bomb mm -hmm. where like if they go first they have a tremendous advantage right with board control it's like no nah, i'm gonna go or first. as each player who can buff their forces up yeah you know, yeah like somebody who can like really get a bunch of psychic powers off to like make it really difficult for you on your first turn yeah um like if you're playing against magnus and you, you're like okay i can shoot him now before he goes to a three plus plus right yeah, you should do totally do it yeah. um things like that but generally speaking going second is because you get to see what your opponent does, and then you get to counter. Mm -hmm. And the way that the ITC Champions missions work, you have a higher chance of getting more points each turn. That's why it's generally better to go second. So I think it's cool. It makes it a choice, whereas before you just went first. Yeah. Pretty much always. You just always went first. Um, and that was a big complaint with 8th edition, so I'm glad to see that this is playing out. But uh, we will report in after Sunday when we've wrapped up 
um, the rest of the games. We should have a lot more data, and uh, it'll be really interesting to see how everybody does. Um, and it should be Paul and I in the finals, mm -hmm. uh, unless something crazy happens, which would be cool if it did. Uh, but I'll assume that it's going to be us. And then the winner of that game is going to play against the winner of the Orange County League Ooh. that has been going on. Who's who's uh, who's the leader there? Do we know? Nick Card. Nick Card? Yeah. Cool guy. Nick nice. Card is in charge there, and uh, it's going to be cool yeah. to see it. And then after the LVO, we're going to wait a couple weeks to recover. We'll start organizing. We're going to run an ALS and a 40K league, uh, and that should be – we'll start organizing it in February. It'll probably kick off at the beginning of March. So if anybody in the area wants to participate, you're welcome to. And after we get, I think, one more rep under our belts, we'll put out an ITC league um, packet to help people kind of organize locally and have fun uh, playing in a league too. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. So check this uh, very cool picture out. This is a sneak preview of uh, maybe a new ITC terrain set. Dun, it's possible. Dun, dun, dun. It looks pretty, pretty cool, if I do say so myself. And you never know, guys, there might be some new FLG mats on the way, too. Mm. <gasps> Stay tuned. Mm. If you're not, well, sign up for our newsletter. Yeah. If you don't know, now you know. Hurry on Make over. Sure Frontlinegaming.org. Sign up for that <laughs> newsletter. Yeah, and we're going to be uh, giving you more information relatively soon here. I know a lot of people have been excited about this new terrain set. Brandon has been painting it on the live stream mm -hmm. uh, because paints, uh, as he's otherwise known. And... Uh, yeah, stay tuned. We'll yeah. have some more information very soon about that. And the LVO is on the horizon. Wow, we've mm. only got three weeks and change to Ugh. go. I know. <laughs> Crazy. I can't. I, I feel like we just did the last one. I know I we know. say that every year, but it doesn't change. It's crazy yeah. how quickly it comes. Right. Um, means we're getting older faster. Not right? you. Not me. The perception of time is, is getting... The less, less you have of it, the right. quicker. Do you know it what they say? Why that the, that the effect is on people as you get older? It seems like time goes faster. It's because you have less new experiences to be excited about. Boom. I think yeah, you have more routine. Yeah, right? and so so things like you know when you're a kid, you have all these like big events that lead up throughout the you know the year, and everything's new, and all these experiences as you get older, everything's just humdrum. Just, so now we're just waiting to right, die. Right, pretty much. Unless <laughs> there's like some crazy new experiences that are happening to you, like if you're like you know going skydiving every day or something like that. But yeah, then it would become routine after a while. That's true. You go skydiving, then scuba diving. It's called the, human human beings. The the mind adapts pretty quickly. It's so. called the terror of the normal. Ooh, is that real? Yeah, make that it's up? a it's hmm. it's how crazy how anything can become normal. Even horrible things can become normal to the human hmm. brain. Yeah, That's little, deep. getting a little deep there. That's deep. Little, yeah, we should do a whole podcast philosophy for you. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, good to talking about the LVO. It's yeah. crazy that it's here. Uh, this is by by a lot. This is going to be the biggest event we've ever run. We're very excited for it. Um, after the cutoff for refunds, uh, which was uh, last month, we had, uh, we had more refunds than normal at the last minute. Mm -hmm. So we do have, I think we have three tickets left in the 40K friendly uh, that was previously sold out. The 40K chance, which was at 515, we accidentally oversold a little bit. Uh, that has come back down because we had some last minute refunds, people realizing they couldn't come, no mm -hmm. big deal. So if you do want to come, we do have a couple tickets left for the 40K Champs and the 40K Friendly. And uh, those were sold out. So if you do want to go, please jump in and grab those tickets. Uh, that should be a ton of fun. Uh, but we will be at, uh, at or probably above 500 for the 40K Championships, which is crazy. Sweet. Also, be sure to check out the infamous LVO Pub Crawl. It's back. It is. It's, it never went away. Last year we had Club LVO. Club LVO, which was Wait, it kind of turned into a pub crawl. Everybody, well. just, everybody went, just went. Yeah. Everybody pub just crawl. went on the pub crawl anyway. Was Cooper? Yeah. That's right. So we were like, all right. He's like the Pied Piper. He, he is. is. He is. Yeah. He <laughs> plays a flute and gets drunk, and everyone just follows That's him. Great. Yes. He is quite. He's equally infamous, <laughs> uh, aka Coop Juice, yeah. aka Coop Nasty, aka Nasty. Just nasty. Just nasty. <laughs> and uh, it's a un it's a official unofficial event. You don't. You know, all you have to do is show up at the first bar yeah. uh, or show up at any of the bars along the way. Mm -hmm. If you want to uh, learn more about it, uh, click through the link. Go to the blog over at the Las Vegas Open uh, page or on the FrontlineGaming.org page. It's a lot of fun. Of course, you need to be of legal drinking age. We do expect you to conduct yourself uh, responsibly. Mm -hmm. But it is super-duper fun. Uh, you make a lot of friends. There's usually yeah. between you know 50 and, at the end, one <laughs> mm -hmm. Cooper, Cooper one other person. goes crawling into the last bar. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> it's Saturday nights, and uh, it's it's going to be really cool. It yeah. starts out at the Redneck Riviera, which is a bar. There oh. you go. That's going to be quite the trip. It is always a good cool. time. Yeah. It, it's a great time. I went once the first year. It was also my birthday that weekend, and everyone bought me a shot. I almost died. Never doing it again. I've gone every because, year. Especially yeah, since, yeah, we get up at like five yeah. to like <laughs> go into the hall yeah. the next morning. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, I was like, thank you for yeah. buying me shots, but I feel like death now. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, not everybody's experience is like that. It is mm-hmm. a good time. Definitely check it out. Uh, the Age of Sigmar Championships is also going uh, to be above triple digits this year, too. Nice. Very excited for that. And uh, that's going to shake up the ITC rankings a ton for Age of Sigmar. Uh, Shadespire is looking to be really fun. Uh, we have over 50 people signed up already. I'm sure we're going to have a ton of people signing up at the event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really cool. That's a ton of people, considering we've never done it before. For a first Shadespire is a lot event. of fun. Sure. Yeah. This is the first big event in North America, too, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. Uh, War Machine and Hordes players always wait to the last minute, <laughs> it seems like. And this year is no different. It's happening. Yeah. Oh, we're selling tickets left yeah. and right. So. Um, it's just, I don't know why they always wait so long. If you're a War Machine Horde player. Yeah. And you're listening to this podcast. Which is, there, there's a lot of people that play both <laughs> systems. Yeah. Right. Uh, but this is going to be a big event. It's the, the LVO War Machine Hordes event is one of the biggest in the country. Um, so definitely make the trek out if you want to come and play. Yeah. And Private G Press always comes out in a big yeah. way. They always have cool stuff, you know, so. It's, it's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing some seminars, I think, too, aren't yep. they? Yeah, some hobby seminars. Hobby seminars, cool. yeah, indeed. And even if you guys aren't playing, make sure to swing by if you're in the area and come check it out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's worth it just to see Tyson's insanely badass oh, yeah. tables that he makes. Yes. Yeah, it has like a moving gears are in it, right? They have fog yeah. machines that like, yeah. come out of the bottom. Yeah. He's like a tremendously talented artist, and he and another gentleman built a custom Elvis-style uh, war, uh, <clears throat> warcaster. Mm-hmm. That is like gigantic and beautifully painted, uh, and that will be there at the event too. It's really cool to see. Uh, Ty- Tyson's just like tremendously talented artist. Right, very um, passionate about the game. Yeah, he used to be a, a Games Workshop guy, but he switched like 10, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's never gone. No back. looking back. Yeah, and uh, they always the, the terrain and everything is amazing at this event, which I know is not normal for War Machine and Hordes events, but um, because of Tyson and his crew. It, it, the tables are gorgeous. And he makes a new, like, ridiculously badass table every year. Yeah. Um, I still think my favorite, though, is the one he made the first one. It's like the overgrown jungle temple. Right. That, that one is amazing. really cool. Yeah. He brings that one, too, right? Yep. He brings yeah. them every yeah, he year. he brings them all. Yeah. He built a custom holder in his truck yeah. to bring all the tables. Nice. Yeah. And uh, Miranda's going to be there as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wargamer Girl or Wargamer Girl is her handle, I believe. Yeah. Uh, she has that YouTube channel. So yep. she's coming out. She's going to play the events. Uh, I think she's doing the seminar as well. Friday night. So. She will be in one of the seminars yeah. indeed, which is a good segue. We'll jump over to that. Uh, be, make sure to check out some of the seminars. We've got a bunch of hobby seminars with well-known artists such as Angel Geraldez. Um, kind of a big deal. Yep. His events yeah. are, are just about sold out. A lot of them are sold out already. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Games Workshop hobby seminars with Chris Peach. Really cool. Everything's provided for you if Old you want to come. Peachy. Old Peachy. Old Peachy. As his friends call him. Uh, we also have a, a, some fun and informative seminars with all kinds of interesting guest speakers, such as Carl Tuttle, Miranda, yeah, yeah. Adam Smasher. Friday night is going to be yep. the um, the seminar. You know, it's it's a panel style discussion. So we're going to have some of the who's who in the industry. We're going to be there. I believe uh, Dave from Any Wargaming is going to be up there. Yep. Carl Tuttle, independent characters, the guys from um, Life After the Cover Save. You know, Blake, Miranda, lots of cool people are going to be up there, and we're going to do kind of a question and answer session. They're going to talk about. Um, how they got into doing what they're doing, and then, um, yeah, it'll be a fun time. And then I believe after that is going to be a live um, casting of Life After the Cover Save. Ooh. Cool. Directly after. So, yeah, pretty cool. It'll be really fun. And then Adam Smasher uh, from Tabletop Minions will be having a couple seminars talking about, like, if you want to be a YouTuber, if you're Mm -hmm. just curious about it, he's going to be sharing what he's learned. He has an extremely successful YouTube channel. Right. Uh, Check that out. Talking about the technical aspects of it, like equipment, um, um, the marketing aspect, branding, mm-hmm. really good. And his seminar is only 10 bucks. So okay. if you want to go, make sure to grab a ticket. Um, those are going to be really, really informative. I know a lot of people out there are curious. They're YouTube curious. Yeah. So um, definitely jump in there. You'll learn a lot because he's done it very well. Yeah. Extremely successful. He's very, yeah, yeah. In a short period of time, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, probably going to be a um, very exciting Seminar is the Games Workshop uh, Hobby Preview mm. Seminar. That'll be Thursday night at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. All you need is a convention badge to join in on the fun. Uh, and early registration is open before that for right. anybody who's interested. Uh, come check that out. Uh, at, the, at the Nova Open version, 
they revealed five new codexes and a bunch of new models. Yep. So really cool. So we expect six. Uh, duh. That's right. Right. Oh, and then uh, if you don't mind me talking about the demo zone, I'm pretty excited yeah, about it. Do. So this year the demo zone is going to be bigger and better. If you guys remember, if you were there last year, we had a, a, an area set up where exhibitors can demo some of the games. Um, the Las Vegas Wargaming Group comes out and they run a bunch of cool events from like Star Trek to um, like Team Yankee. All these kind of like cool like narrative themed games they run throughout the whole weekend. Um, Legion is going to be demoed um, by uh, Fantasy Flight Games. Uh, Mantic is coming out to do uh, the, the Walking Dead demos and a bunch of other stuff. So lots of cool stuff going on. We'll have that up, I believe, by the end of this week with all the descriptions cool. of what's going on. So if you have free time uh, while you're waiting for events to happen or if you just you know have a Sunday off, the, the demos are going throughout the entire weekend um, and or if you have significant others who are looking for thing, fun stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah, and there's also the uh, daytime social events for mm -hmm. people who don't aren't gamers. Uh, check that out. And then, of course, uh, there's also going to be Shadespire is going to be demoed, mm -hmm. uh, Drop Fleet, Drop Zone Commander, if you're curious about those games. We've also got a ton of other games going on. We've got uh, 30K, obviously a narrative championship mega battle mm -hmm. for 30K. Uh, we have Blood Bowl. We've got a ton of people coming out for the LVO Bowl. Uh, cool stuff. The, mm -hmm. the, the gentleman running it is passionate about the game, and he's got all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, Infinity, we have over 40 people coming. Uh, Saturday is sold right. out. Friday has one or two tickets left. It keeps getting bigger and bigger. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Flames of War, we're having a really big turnout nice. uh, for Flames of War and Team Yankee. Yeah. Uh, Bolt Action is uh, putting up big numbers. Yeah. Malifaux 2. Warlord Games coming out themselves mm -hmm. to run the tournament and run an ex exhibitor booth. So if you wanted to get check out um, their booth, they're going to be there. Yeah. And of course, uh, there's going to be a ton of shopping to be done. Yeah. Uh, if you want to come out, there's going to be some great deals going on. We're bringing out the entire secondhand shop, mm -hmm. so you can get some screaming hot deals there. It was very popular at the SoCal Open, yep. and uh, we anticipate it's going to be even more popular at the Las Vegas Open. Mm -hmm. So come check that out. You can get some used models and get a great deal on them. There's also going to be brand new models. Uh, we're going to have all kind. We always have sales at the event. We can't even advertise the prices, mm -hmm. so make sure to come check that out. Even if you're not going to play, you may want to get a con badge just to come see what everybody's got to offer. I mean, there's going to be battle foam. Right. Uh, us, obviously. Games Workshop is coming. Uh, Forge, Forge World, World will be there. Uh, I mean, everyone's going to be there. It's, you know, all the hits, all the big ones. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be super duper fun. Yeah. Uh, can't wait to see everybody. So if you want to come and just check out the con and maybe do some shopping, maybe do some free uh, demos, uh, check, just check things out and hang out. You feel free. Come on down. Uh, there's plenty of room. So yep. it's going to be a blast. Oh, and it's, we're going to also be uh, streaming throughout the entire weekend. Yep. Lots of different types of media is going to be happening. Mariana will be doing the stream. Um, I believe we'll be doing like Facebook Live updates. Yep. The Live Hat of the Cover Save guys usually do cool stuff throughout the weekend. So, yeah, if, you're, if you can't make it, you know, for whatever reason, you can certainly follow along with us the entire time we're there, which yeah. is really cool. And Games Workshop on Warhammer TV will be streaming right. the whole time, yeah. too. So lots of media coverage will be had on that. So that's going to be really exciting. We do have some upcoming ITC events uh, in the next uh, weekend here. Uh, check it out. We have one GT. It's a Warhammer 40K GT Hammer in the New Year in, in Huzzah Hobbies in Ashburn, Virginia. Always a cool event. Uh, we also have some uh, Age of Sigmar events coming up this month. Ooh. All over the place. Tons of events trying to sneak them in here and get some points uh, yeah. before the end of the, the, end of the season. Mm -hmm. uh, also uh, exciting down in uh, Australia, they got CanCon coming up. Yeah. So that's a huge event down in Australia. Mm -hmm. Check that out. And also check out uh, Frontline Gaming Australia. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Australians, there. we, I, you know what? I totally forgot to do it. I was going to, I was going to print out a whole list of facts about Australians and read them. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was, it was going to be a bit. It was going to be funny. And I totally forgot to do it. Well, it's less funny now. Yeah. But it was going to be like insulting facts. Oh, good. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like just Excellent. stuff that's just awful about them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciate that. Like they're the really bad tourists. Really? Yeah. They're always super drunk. That's the best part about it. <laughs> that makes there we go. Got one Whenever in. I'm traveling and if I hear the, the silly... I, by the way, I love Aussie, 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 Aussie. It just, oh, it's oh, become oh, a... I'm like, I'm going over there. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're fun. Yeah, that's going to be a good time. Yeah. Uh, uh, 40K ITC current top 10. Tony Grappondo continues to lead. He has a significant advantage over everybody else. Uh, second place, Andrew Gagno, followed closely by Nick Nonavati. Mm -hmm. Brandon Grant, the hometown hero, is in fourth. Aaron Along in fifth. Matt Root in sixth. Matt's actually going to be a judge at the LVO, so he's not going to oh, be uh, no. participating. Tyler DeVry in seventh, Sam Henley in eighth, David Johansson in ninth, and Trent Northington in tenth. I'm really rooting for Trent Northington. Well, yeah. it's, it's interesting because there's a couple guys that, upset. that have a really good score, but they don't have five scores yet. 
So we really? can see some dark horse just fly up. Just the smash ranges. everybody yeah. and just get way up there. It's gonna be exciting because nice. this you you'll be able to throw up such a big score at the LVO mm -hmm. that this is gonna get shaken up. It makes it super exciting. Right. It's yeah. a great way to finish the season. Uh, Ada Sigmar, current top ten. James Thomas continue to lead continues to lead the pack, but only by a point wow. over Joe Cryer. Joe Cryer coming Zab in. Nika in third, Sam Valdez in fourth, Zach Lopez in fifth, Jarrett Zizueta in sixth, Alex Gonzalez in seventh, Michael Birch in eighth, James Sutton in ninth, and David Rogers in tenth. Yep. So the LVO, because they're all waiting for their last score, is going to completely shatter the rankings. True. Basically, cool. how you do with the LVO is going to be how you rank yeah. at the end of the season. For, for Sigmar. Yeah. Sigmar. Yeah. They should all be there. Yeah. I mean, most of these guys are locals, which yeah. is funny. Uh, quite a few of them. Well, not are not most, but quite a few of them are. I'm rooting yeah. for Vlad. Vlad Nika is everyone's favorite vampire. He's, yeah. he's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to dress up. You know he will. James? David yeah. Rogers, you better be dressed up in like a Coors Light, like robot outfit. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be very cool. The thing is, James and Joe both play Zinch Demon, so it's going to be really interesting to see yep, how that they do. goes down. Um, Vlad plays Sylvaneth. Yep. So it's going to be interesting. Um, a lot of it's going to just depend on those matchups on the way to the top. Yeah. So we'll see. It's going to be an exciting photo finish. Also, you may notice three Primaris Marines in front of me. Oh. What? Uh, I know it's not a super close-up, but that's okay. Ooh. These are all painted to our tournament standard. We will have pictures going up on the site soon. Mm -hmm. uh, it's turned, it's, uh, we've got a lot of interest. Yeah, it's, it's in really, it. I mean, we've just started mentioning it. We started talking about it, put a little bit of info online. And I would say um, right now I've seen a huge increase yeah. of quotes and most of them looking for Tournament Standard. So if you would like to learn more about it, again, uh, Tournament Standard is the most affordable way to get an army mm -hmm. painted to a tournament uh, minimum. It's actually a little bit more than a, a true is. tournament minimum. Yeah. You, get a, you get the color that we spray it, mm -hmm. and then two to four additional colors, and we'll throw a shade mm -hmm. on uh, one or two colors as is appropriate. But um, it looks, it, it, it doesn't, it's not, the most beautiful paint job in the world. That's a nice, clean. It's nice. It's clean. And it gets you on the table and playing right. for an affordable yep. price point. It's also a really good start. I mean, if you want to go in and do more detail work to an army, this would be a good way to get started. So. And a lot of people that I've seen who've been asking for quotes, um, they have the stuff already built and assembled and primed. It's yeah. ready to go. They just don't have the time but to sit down and But they've been staring at it. And yeah. like, it's been, uh, yeah, years, right? Or they want to try something new. Yeah. You know, that's going to save you a ton of money already if you're just already setting it in assembled and primed. You know, we're just going to paint it up for you. So a really good way if you have a big army and you're like, you know what, I just want to get a tournament standard, you know, save a ton of money, get it done quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about that, head over to flgpaintstudio.com or email in for a quote at painting at frontlinegaming.org. We're happy to do it. Mm -hmm. Let's jump over and answer some questions. Shoot them up. What's up? Miss Spartacus has been subscribed for seven months. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. I'm of legal drinking age. Can't promise I'll behave as an adult, though, says that one guy, 248. That's mm. yeah, normal. Yeah, it's Vegas. It's okay. You don't need to You'll act be, like an adult. You it's Vegas, baby. You do whatever you want. Not you can You can punch a, uh, uh, what's it called? The, um, the, the hand sanitizer thing and hit somebody in the face. <laughs> With it no, across only, the room. Only the Irish can do that. An Irish guy did that. Yeah. And, and what, who was the one who got hit by Quentin, wasn't it? It was Quentin. Oh, okay. Got hit in the face. Yeah. The person who least would appreciate yeah. that. Poor yeah. Quentin. Axis of Entropy. Subscribe for 32 months. Thank Neighbor wow. Nation wow. says, 32 who, are months, the, geez. who are the three weirdos behind the Marines? Uh, that's us. Dude. We're, we're represented by one of those Marines. Each, Each of one of us is one of those I in real life. I'm the Dark Angel. So, uh, Reese is definitely the Ultramarine. What? Yeah. No. 100%. So who are you? Me? I'm a blood angel, dude. So you're... For sure, look at that guy. Can't control your anger? Baller, yeah. You're the I'll most the dark calm angel. one of all of us. Well, the dark angel's like a brooding... I mean, you're the dark angel. Damn it. And then Jason would be... Nobody likes dark he's angels. He's out of control. I, I guess I am the Ultramarine. That's right. My life is out of control. He's yeah, Frankie is like dour and taciturn and just like yeah. endures... Like he, might be, he might be bad, he might uh, be good. Yeah. Uh, Ness Spartacus says, question, is Brandon Grant a robot or a cyborg? Ooh. He's an android. A, You're ooh. wrong. You neither. What's the difference That's between right. an android, a cyborg, and a robot? What number android would you Okay. Be? An android is an artificial person. Mm -hmm. A cyborg is part uh, machine, part human. And a robot is a, a robot. robot. Yeah. An, an android's an artificial human, though. I'm going to say Brandon Grant would be android number he's 22. An android. android number 22? He's, he's the android from, from Dragon Ball Z. 
Yeah. Well, how about, Android's had numbers. Maybe we can turn him into the cute blonde cyborg. Ooh, Ooh. that was Android 17. She marries Krillin. And she was hot. Yeah. Well, of course. And they have a kid. I was like, well, that's because with the Dragon Balls, they turn her into a human. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was like, how do they have a kid? But you can marry an machine. android. Yeah. I mean, you could. In Japan, I think yeah. they already do. I hope so. Soon yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Neon Cat. What a waste of a wish. Ooh, fingers crossed. A friend is worried about getting demons shot off the table before they get into melee. How do they survive shooting? Just like everyone else. Well, <laughs> they've got some tricks up their sleeves, but we can't yeah. reveal it yet. They could be fast. Maybe they I can... mean, how does anything survive shooting? They could teleport, maybe. Yeah, just Neon Cat, don't worry, just wait. Um, we'll have a full review up on Saturday. Right. Maybe yeah. Saturday or maybe another day. But maybe come by Saturday. Die, it was 18. Yeah, you're right. Android 18, <laughs> you please. I always had the... Hots for number 17. So what are you I don't even know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> the brother? Yeah, he was a good looking dude. Was yeah. he the big buff one with a No, mom? he's the uh, skinny one. Oh, he was the kind of like handsome one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's this? Oh, Jimmy Norris says um, they're going to be there at the LVO this year complaining about the free water. Ah. Please don't. It's not icy enough. And it's not free. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's free. It's God. <laughs> if people knew how much that cost. Oh, boy. No, they did. Some guy didn't believe us, so he called the hotel, yeah. asked for a quote, and then he went on the forums. He's like, it cost this. And everybody did the math and like, yeah, it's about 25 yeah, it's grand. about what they said. Yeah, and they're like, in your face, bro, you think we're lying? Yeah. Hey, it's the desert. Water's not free. Yeah. 16 <laughs> was point. the buff one. That's right. 16 was that the buff one. That looked like Reese's shirt. No, he didn't look like sloth. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did not. Look just like 16 that. was the buff one. I don't. What is? What are you guys talking? He had a about? mohawk. Android Dragon Ball 16. Z. Oh, I don't watch that. Oh my god! How'd you what never watch Dragon Ball Z? I know that. God. What were you? What were you doing? I don't know. Yeah. I was playing yeah. sports and stuff. You he was listening not, to K-pop. You did not play sports. <laughs> I'm quite. You played football then, didn't you? I did. And you wrestled? Yeah. Yeah. I was a sport. I, I, was, a, I was a sporting guy. Of course, you he wrestled. I did. I did sports. You did sport ball. I sported. I wasn't very good. He's a sporter. <laughs> but you're out there. I was, I was out there because my dad made me. Yeah. Well. <laughs> just like everyone else. <laughs> anime is not just cartoons. It's a way of life, bro. I don't... You know what? I, I like anime. I just watched... Um, what is that one? He was being Attack a, on Titan. Banana. Yeah, Attack and you liked Titan's it. Good. I did. Yeah. And I, I even sat through it because it's not dubbed. Kick Jason Or it is, but show. it's not. <laughs> not a real nerd. Yeah. I am in some ways. All right. Big time. All right, guys. Anyway, thank you so much for joining. <laughs> we'll end it on that <laughs> thank you so much for joining the show. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, make sure to come by Frontline Gaming on this Friday and Saturday. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. What? The weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a weekend. very important weekend. We're doing a terrain building weekend again. Please. This Saturday. We're local. Yeah. We would appreciate it. We'll buy you help. pizza and beers and sodas. It's your 21. For 21. Yeah. Um, Pablo will be here the with a second hand shop. So you can buy models before they go on eBay. Yep. It'll be fun. I think we do an extra discount in store for GW product. Yeah. We will have all kinds of fun stuff. Make sure to come by this Saturday if you are available and in the area. Uh, we'll be having another train build day getting ready for the LVO. And um, when will we have a segment reading hate mail? That'd be really funny, actually. You should say so that. I haven't, really I haven't gotten You don't have to say people's name. You can just say it. But... it would, I haven't had a, a Reading customer service actually. complaints is fun, though. Yeah. No, that's not. <laughs> not for the person that has to do it. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. Please come by the Saturday. Check out the blog on Friday and Saturday. We have some cool stuff yeah. uh, we like to show you all. And we hope you enjoyed the show, and we will talk to you again next week.